Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Filled with odd fright, see Jurassic right, with an ember light, see Jurassic right, see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, see Jurassic right, see Jurassic Park. I mean, yeah, that's I, I'm recording now, but I feel like yeah. that's a good place to start. And I'm joined by host with the most, which I'm sure you get a lot. Uh, he hosts the Jurassic Park <laughs> podcast. He's a Renaissance man. It's Brad Jost. What's going on, man? It's been forever. We haven't talked since the first season. <sighs> well, not 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 talked, but I mean, on on SJR, we haven't talked. Yeah. Since, since the when I first started. Oh, man. Um, so long ago i think we had you maybe on ours a little bit after that yes yes so yes. yeah it's but been a long were, it's been too long <laughs> <laughs> those were fallen kingdom days and now we're in the the dog days of dominion you know yeah and we we don't even know what it is <laughs> well and that's i mean truly that's why i mean the thing is it's like it's been we're in this phase now where we're getting stuff i mean every every 
I mean, this week actually has been kind of slow, which is funny, which is how we were, we're talking about it too, just on, on Facebook or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. it just feels like stuff is coming every day. And it's just like, I don't want to miss anything. I, it's so much fun. Just, and again, with the Jurassic Park podcast, like, the, the way that you've been like, you have the podcast, but you have the video content and all the conversations you have with like Aaron. And like, it's just so, it just seems, it's like the most fun place to be on the internet, it feels like. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, the video stuff has been a blast for me because it, it's not anything that I like knew how to do. I just kind of like dove into it and we still struggle all the time. But like the content I think is fun. And like you're saying with Aaron or Tom or whoever's joining me, it's like always so much fun to dive into theories and stuff like that. So I always look forward to the video stuff too. Well, and it's, and yeah, I mean, and also, you know, for any SJR listeners who aren't checking out, you do live streams and you have like, you'll bring up photos and things like that, you know, so it's like an extra dimension to the podcast, but you can obviously just listen to it's, it's all just great theories and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. But um, you know, we're in this time where it's, yes, we have casts. Yes, we have some basic, maybe there was some basic plot stuff floating around. We're getting locations, shooting stuff. But again, it, to me, it's like, once we get a trailer, speculation isn't, maybe not isn't as fun, but it's just, it's more of an, it, they're more educated guesses. So it feels like there's less room for, you know, less room for, for just, you know, kind of, your imagination running wild. And right now (laughs) we're also in that sweet spot where we do know a lot uh, in one sense, but we still don't, you know, it's not like we're just guessing randomly like, Oh, you know uh, like, I feel like back after fallen kingdom came out, it's like, you know, back then it's like the sky's the limit, but you know, it could be anything. So it doesn't feel as focused where it's like you and Aaron talked about like woos, like history mm. for like an hour and it was just like <laughs> like i was just listening to the whole thing i'm like this is like we, we're not gonna be able to do this after november or whenever the trailer comes out you know yeah yeah you gotta have your fun now because uh, you know it's time to throw out all those wild theories and and you know strange conjectures because like you're saying as soon as that trailer hits we're gonna be like oh Oh, that was that was not right. That was completely false. <laughs> that doesn't work whatsoever. Um, or we'll get some confirmations, I guess, and yeah. then we'll have more things to run off of. But true, yeah, it is. It I love this time uh, in the film development process because you just don't know anything, and it's it's the only time that you don't know anything. Once that trailer hits, you know something. Like yeah. you 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 actually know something about the movie. So I kind of try to cherish that moment. You know, even just before seeing a movie. Uh, like with Fallen Kingdom, I sit there and I'm like, all right, this is the last time that I don't know what this movie is. <laughs> that is a good point. And I I want to get your thoughts about this because it's like, I mean, we wanted to really dive into, because it feels like we've really been focusing on speculation regarding the original trio and Wu and Dotson. But it's like, we have actual main characters that we haven't talked about yet, or like, at least I haven't really thought about what their role is in the movie. But it's interesting this time has also been really weird, especially before it started filming again, because we didn't know how much time we would have. I mean, can you imagine if the film was is pushed back a year or pushed back to December? It's like, even right now, it's even more nebulous and weird, I think. Yeah, I, I've kind of been one that's... Uh out there vocally saying like, let's move this thing. (laughs) Let's try to push it back. And honestly, I don't even care at this point. Everything in the world has been pushed back uh, right now. It seems like outside of Jurassic, you know, Jurassic's like, nope, we're still going to release June 2021. And I'm like, are you sure, guys? Because like, (laughs) this is a big movie. And like you were saying, like, we've talked so much about what the original trio is going to do. 
But then there's so many other aspects. You've got new characters. You've got the new, new uh, well, not trio. Uh, well, I guess they're a trio now, right? Uh, with Claire Owen and Maisie. But, yeah. you know, you've got all the new characters. And then and the, the plot, whatever the plot. Like, there's so much stuff to, to put in here. And Dodge's in. It's like, what? H- how are you going to fit this all in <laughs> in one movie, first off, and then try to cram it in before 2021? It just seems crazy. I mean, do you think they worked on like a pro? I mean, they couldn't have worked on a trailer because there wasn't, there wasn't any footage. Like, you know what I mean? Like in this, in this downtime, like, are we still going to get a trailer in late October or November, December when we normally would get one the year before, you know, before the release? I would, I would say probably, (laughs) I think, because at this point they've been filming for, well, I guess nearly two months now, right? Is it uh, or a little bit more, maybe? Yeah, um, almost around two months, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, with the, with the filming that took place all the way back in February, I guess now, um, they've got a good chunk, I would say, probably, right? So, yeah. why well, it's not? Funny. Release it, something. Yeah, it's funny, because I was, like, thinking about when I was, like, writing out this list for us to talk about tonight, like... Um, Chris Pratt went on Ellen and said there was a hundred day shoot. And I'm like trying to calculate, well, how many of those hundred <laughs> days have we actually done so far? Oh yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> I and have again, no idea. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you've seen my comments on social, but it just seems like every time in these like last spat of interviews that Colin has done, he's been throwing out filming for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, two months here. It's like, I don't know if all these numbers add up. I'm like trying to do the math, but I can't quite figure it out. <laughs> I I know. I saw somebody on, on Twitter or somewhere said they're halfway through. I'm like, what? No, no way. They're not. Are they really? I don't think so. I, I went back imagine. and forth in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And in, in, it's and then also like the, the fuzzy math for me was like, well, didn't they say they filmed for two weeks before they shut down? But then in, in that interview and Colin said they were coming back, it was like, oh, we were filming for four. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah. also he's including second unit stuff. So that mm-hmm. changes everything. I, th- um, I was listening to an episode where you guys were talking about there's a second unit director who filmed in in Egypt or something like that or on an island off of Egypt. Yemen, I, th- I believe. Oh, Yemen. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like trying to figure out, like, I remember when those pictures came out, they were like posted on Facebook um, from whoever was part of that second unit. And it's like, well, how does this fit in? Because that guy is saying that they filmed the first five minutes of the of the movie. So it's like, OK, wait, why? Why is the second unit filming the first five minutes? Because if you think back to like Fallen Kingdom, that was like some of the best 10 minutes of that movie. <laughs> And, and, and you know, are you gonna directors? are you gonna put the second unit on that best ten minutes? I don't know. Well, and and I feel like it's been kind of floated around, you know, the community a little bit. I mean, we've all been talking about flashback sequences to 1993 in as the <laughs> opening sequence, which kind of like almost makes sense. Like it's a very natural <laughs> yeah. idea of like having the beginning of the movie be a flashback. But what if it's like the flashback to the dawn of the dinosaurs? Or so, I, I feel like somebody talked about that and I was like, well, that oh, could make man. sense for second unit footage if it's just sort of aerial shots or drones and things that are just, it's just, I mean, that would be really interesting. Like a five minute opening with no humans, just dinosaurs um, you know, um, Fantasia style almost or something like that. That would be awesome. I, I, I don't know how much sense it would make to go all the way back there. Like, well, yeah. What does it have to do with Jurassic Park in a way? I mean, other than just dinosaurs, but I I, I like the idea though of like uh, a humanless 
intro because you could do that technically. Like you could have some ongoing story set in California somewhere in the, in the wilderness somewhere. Um, so it could work technically, but Yemen doesn't really sub for California. So I'm also very <laughs> confused. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, this is all tying into the, the bigger conversation and I might jump ahead with one part for a second, but I mean, in the sense of talking about what characters are up to, it's like, how is Rexy going to tie into the plot at all? Like, is she going to get captured again? And then like, there's no reason for her to, it, she's the Malcolm or Grant of, of Dominion, <laughs> how, how Grant had to be kidnapped and Malcolm had to go for a rescue in lost world. It's like rescue, uh, Rexy, uh, Rexy has no business being around our heroes. Like it makes sense that blue is going to be back with our heroes, but it's like, why would Rexy go team up with, anybody you know she's so that yeah. would be kind of cool almost to like see an intro that's just rexy doing her own thing and maybe kind of explaining why she isn't in the rest of the movie or even another mosasaur related uh thing too as well i mean who knows i ha I hate that you just said why she isn't in the rest of the movie <laughs> that made my heart just like sink through the floor because i just instantly thought of like her dying in the first oh. five to ten minutes of this movie and then you're like well she's not in the rest and it's like oh what oh my god well i think <laughs> it was, was a gut I mean, punch well i think it was a, a, a um again a segment from from one of the pods you posted but it was just like or maybe it was because i was i was also chatting with clayton a little bit about this too where it's like like you know, there's this idea of like the the Jurassic Park always has this problem where it's like, do you keep adding more dinosaurs, but then diminishing the sort of the, you know, how much time each dinosaur has? Or do you choose to like leave some dinosaurs behind? And it's like, what if Rexy's final exit was the end of Fallen Kingdom? Like it, it feels kind of poetic, but, you know, I still want to see her. So I don't know. Yeah, I that would be interesting if that was the final moment. Well, actually, technically, it's not because then you want to talk about those uh, motion comics. I don't oh, know how yeah. no. canonical you want to consider that. But the the last moment you see is her getting chased by a uh, helicopter with some rocks or something. I don't know. Something. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but, that's, not, that's not a good ending to her story. No. But if it was the film, I guess that would that could be something that works. Um, but I, I'm kind of like I'm kind of liking your territory, even though I hate the idea of her dying in the in the beginning but her as an opening featurette would be really really cool yeah i mean and it would continue that tradition that tradition set from fallen kingdom of having her kind of be the star of the opening mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah in a way yeah but do you think they would can do like copy the you know the same dinosaur in the intro or would they go a different direction i probably would go a different direction but i don't well it, it makes me think of lord of the rings and uh, like you know listening to the extended editions and hearing peter jackson and fran and philippa talking about how they designed each intro because you know jurassic world is much more designed as a trilogy than the original jurassic park films were mm -hmm. and i could see them you know, Jurassic World has kind of like a wordless, I guess technically that has no humans in the, the Jurassic World intro with the Indominus, even sure, though it's yeah. like 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> you know, that counts as like an intro. And then Fallen Kingdom has this beautiful rip roaring blast of an action scene. Oh to God, me, that's yeah. why the flashback feels so appropriate. It feels so different and yet kind of like Return of the King. Like it's intro. Um, yeah. It, like it kind of has this poetic thing of like bringing everything full circle. Yeah. I, I love the, like our, one of our theories that we discussed on the show of just like that full flashback beginning kind of catching you up on 
some of the circumstances, some of the characters, um, and and like just familiarizing you with who who Dodgson is. Yeah, what is this? canister do you guys remember the barbasol can like <laughs> stuff like that uh, and honestly like i was listening to um oh i think it's josh horowitz and uh he had on uh bryce ellis howard on his podcast oh cool um and like the two of them were going back and forth about jurassic park and like they didn't even know the characters names of like nedry or oh wow uh they just called like, Newman, right they call no. I think it was something else, like not even Newman. It was something oh, else geez. with an N. And I'm like, what? Like, how do you not know this? And I'm like, well, maybe that kind of excludes Nedry from Jurassic World Dominion. Any kind of allusion to him, right? Like, you would think she wouldn't know his name unless she's just purposefully like getting it wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess the question is, yeah. I mean, talking about that that uh, that intro, it's like how much? Who do you de-age? Do you bring back everybody, or do you kind of do? Because like Avengers Endgame had like a mix of, you know, some people, it's just people peeking around a corner and doing something like uh, like Thor. And then other times you have full on interactions. So it's like, are we just going to have the peeking around the corner version of a flashback? Or are we going to have like full on recreation where you see it from a different perspective? Man, I, I really hope it's not that peeking around the corner because then you're like, well, is this just like reused footage or something? Like, I kind of want like that full on, like refilmed, recreated. And, you know, at least from some of the stuff that we've heard, it seems like there's going to be some recreations of some sorts. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good thing at least. Um, but the, the extent that like I always theorize, it definitely goes way too far. Like I... I on one hand I don't expect them to do it. On another hand, I'm like, wow, this is the perfect introduction for this movie. <laughs> well, and and to your point too, I, I almost because for me, I, you know, Fallen Kingdom in a way really added a lot to the lore of Jurassic in a way that it, it to me it like recontextualizes Jurassic Park, but it doesn't necessarily like you know it's not Rogue One style like re like it you know sort of rechanging the meaning of things and uh -huh. fallen, fallen kingdom was nice that it recontextualizes it but it doesn't really like change the way you think of the original movie but i, I think for me it's like if you know macy went to or original macy went to jurassic park but i don't think she was like at the park during the events of the first movie you know what i mean no yeah i never kind of got that vibe from from their conversation in fallen kingdom i just assumed like yeah, she visited while they were setting things up, you know, and, and they were honestly still setting things up. It wasn't finished, but like prior to them arriving on the island. So obviously, I mean, I, I just think if you if you tie too many things to one moment in time, it would just become too convoluted. Um, well, you have to do it right. I mean, again, I think the reason why to me, I re, I mean, it's actually really appropriate that I rewatched re Rogue One the other night with my family uh, up here in Oregon. Like, yeah, in a way, like Rogue One kind of shows you the the sacrifices people made so that Luke could go and be the hero, and and so that uh, you know Luke, Leia, and Han could like do the things that they did and save the galaxy because of all the the people that had to lay down their life and make this happen. But it's like that is is a beautiful recontextualizing and it's like, but if you're just putting characters there and you're like, Oh, they were always there in the background. It's like, that's not uh -huh. satisfying. You know, that's not, that doesn't feel meaningful to me. Yeah. That's why like, and I, I keep referring to like my theory, theory and stuff like that. But I guess to, to summarize, it's essentially that they revisit that 
cafe sequence in the beginning of Jurassic Park, but like just off to the side is Dr. Wu overhearing this this conversation because we figure that this cafe has to be maybe like a hub because the the, oh, the yes, workers yes, have yeah, to travel. Yeah. They have to travel back and forth to the island and and to uh, Costa Rica. So it, it would make sense that he would maybe be there getting some lunch or something before he heads off to the island. Um, so he overhears Dodgson and Nedry, and then he wants in on the plan. He's like, I'm not getting paid enough either. You know, let me help out. So he ends up being like the backup plan to Nedry, right? And then Nedry fails, obviously. Wu can, you know, follows in his footsteps, picks up the can, the canister, the Barbasol can, and then finishes the job. But at the end of the day, he fails somehow. So obviously, because Biosyn doesn't have dinosaurs, I assume, um, unless they've been <laughs> keeping him in a cage, in a locked cage this whole time. I don't know. But that's that's where I've I've kind of tried to recontextualize Dr. Wu because we've always been like, well, how did he get to be this like potentially evil guy? You know, yeah. like where did because he was just like an maybe like an annoying guy in Jurassic Park, just kind of like a little cocky. But how did he get to be this guy that's just against rules and regulations and just wants to create monsters and all this stuff? So how did he get there? And well, I think that would be a good way to tell it. Well, and I think it's hearing you re, like kind of sum up the theory again, it almost in a way it's not that he's evil. It's more of like, he's a smart guy who's going to have a backup plan, you know, for himself, you know, should, uh, yeah. you know, cause even in the original book, it's like, he says, it's like him and uh, Arnold uh, are both like, you know, we're not needed anymore. You know, like, like mm -hmm. how long before Hammond like cuts their, cuts their pensions is like, well, we got younger people to do the job for you at half the rates. Like you could totally see that. Yeah. And he, you know, he had backup plans and we've seen them, you know, yeah. like in in Jurassic World, it's like you're going to be taken care of or whatever, you know, they yeah. said at the end of that movie. And then we see him in Fallen Kingdom and it's like, oh, now he's working with some other people now. So it's he's had these plans in place and like places to fall back on. So I feel like that would be a good way to set it up is like he's kind of been working with Biosyn this whole time. Um, but I, it's, again, I don't know how to like make every detail work just yet. <laughs> well, but to your point, I mean, maybe even, maybe even original Macy, if they, you know, because for me, I, I, I feel like they're going to try and tie everything together in a way. And because mm -hmm. what other opportunity are you going to have to show? I mean, if, if they are going to show original Macy at all, and I only think of it because of that line, but in fallen kingdom, but what if like original Macy sees woo and like stops him and appeals to his better nature but it's like he still has that lingering so it's like you know he he made the right choice but he's like well i'm not going to make the wrong choice again because he's like i should have you know when i had the chance or something i don't know you know there's a lot of things you could do really yeah and, and i think that's what we were talking about the other day right is like adding uh Maisie into this with a with a potential flashback and that would be Honestly, like kind of mind blowing to see her in the past. And, and let me ask you, though, like, do you have you considered her her age that she is in in Fallen Kingdom? Or do you think she ended up being like 30, 40 or something like that? Oh, well, OK, so I have two thoughts on that. And I'm actually just Googling this actor's name because I want to make sure I get it right. But I have two like you know, because especially when Fallen Kingdom first came out, it's like, well, when did original and Macy die? Uh, what version of Macy is, um, 
you know, the Macy that we see in Fallen Kingdom? Is she like, is it the scene in Alien Resurrection where Ripley sees like all the different versions of herself, you know, is like, kill me. Like, <laughs> was, was this a failed experiment like multiple times? And it's just like Hammond's like, why are you playing with God? You know, like, it's like, yeah, dinosaurs is one thing. So I, I have I've have two minds. I think it would be really perfectly met. It might be too meta, but what if original Macy actually got to be an adult and was played by Jessica Chastain, which would oh. be, which would be because Macy's be a, awesome. a redhead, right? I mean, she's kind of a redhead, I guess, but uh, it could work. But I think that would be it. Would be kind of it. Maybe would be distractingly meta because Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain have such a great relationship about the fact that they uh-huh. get confused for one another. Um, <laughs> or you could skew a little bit younger and go like Sophie Turner or something like that. Sure. I yeah, think to, I, I, mean, I, guess, I guess for me, let me get your thought on this. It it almost would be weirdly distracting to see Isabella Sermon in 1993 running around and also Isabella Sermon in the present. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I it would be weird, me. but I think it it would help like solidify the fact that she is what she is in a way. That's a good um, point. But I, but I've never really considered her to be like a a teenager or like a eleven or ten year old like in nineteen nineties or whenever she she died. Like because I mean we don't do we know the date? We don't know the date, right? It's, well, it's not. So- well, so Brenna, it's funny, my girlfriend Brenna Beeksel's aka Bonnie Puns. Um, she mm-hmm. zoomed in on that card that that I think um where I think Macy was holding or something, and it says like July thirty first. It's Which like, is but, not even a day though, right? Like there's not even thirty one days, is there? Oh yeah, you're right, because August thirty first <laughs> is the thing. Well, and then also I think the year I don't think was clear enough. And I think somebody else zoomed in on it too, and they asked like a props person and it wasn't like canon or anything but yeah um, yeah i mean that's the thing it's like she died in a car crash she would have saved them all like to me that and i think chris Pugh has been saying this a lot since since the fallen kingdom days that it's like this has to be a cover-up or something yeah it it seems a little too sketchy and the (laughs) fact that they're not revealing any information about what happened and and all that it just seems like there has to be more to the story and and honestly like what yeah? What if Dodgson was involved in this somehow? Yeah, like, is he responsible for her death? Like I know that's kind of wild, like in, in a random theory, but like, is there a chance that maybe she was rebelling against her dad at some yeah. point and 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 ended up working for Biosyn and then uh, some sort of tragedy happened there? Well, I, I always, know. I mean, my joke, my joke. Um... Again, when when our when our imaginations were even wilder, when there was no nothing to go off of, nothing to base off of, I kept joking about this Godfather Two style timeline where it's like you would see original Macy's adventures and then flash back and forth between that and then the the present. Um, but then I was joking, like, what if original Macy never died and she actually is currently working for <laughs> Biosyn and working with Dotson? <laughs> Oh, that would be a huge cover up and amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's all just very like why it's it's. Uh, yeah, you know, and I think think maybe why some people didn't necessarily like parts of Fallen Kingdom was because it was a lot more um, operatic and dramatic, and that with you know with the human drama element of like sure. the smothering, you know, um, Lockwood. You know, this just would bring it to like. Um, you know, episode three, like Revenge of the Sith level kind of opera, which I don't I don't know if Jurassic Park necessarily needs. 
No, I, it, it's it's fun to think about. I, I don't know if it would ever go there, but I kind of like that idea that like she's been hiding this whole time and and maybe she's a bad guy too now. Who knows? Maybe yeah. she married Dodson or something. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> well, and, and, and to your point as well too, like in my thought, you know, thinking about Dominion, it's like, what's the point of going into Macy's past unless there was something relevant to the future? There's no point in, because we know the story, if if she truly just died, the original Macy died of a car accident, like, there's no reason to explore Macy's past unless it somehow ties into, you know, what's going on in Dominion. Yeah. You know, for so long, I've just only considered that she died before, I guess, the events of Jurassic Park and, you know, by that point, Locke was out of the picture. They're no longer uh, buddies, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there is a potential that they were still together. And maybe she because I, I like what you said about like her interacting with Wu and maybe stepping in to to save things and to kind of calm the situation. Or I, I like that idea. And then maybe some sort of accident happens after Jurassic Park that, you know, we just didn't know about. Um that could be yeah. fun, a fun way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm also with you, though, too. I think it doesn't make sense to me that Lockwood would be in the picture at the time of Jurassic Park. It, Hammond doesn't yeah. act like there's a partner. It doesn't. And yeah. it's also and it's also in line with the book with um, Atherton, you know, the the sort of what the expanded upon uh, uh, what I guess J.B. and Colin expanded upon to create Lockwood, you know, that that person dies uh, before and then Wu is suddenly this young scientist who's thrust into the sort of spotlight or thrust into the responsibility of creating Jurassic Park all himself or bringing the dinosaurs back by himself. Yeah, I yeah, I I think the best way is that all the fallout, whatever the fallout was, happened beforehand. But um, you you also brought up the fact that like um, all the the failed experiments and that's like something <laughs> I've I've considered before is like all these. Um, you know, just how horrible that is, all that, those potential fa- failed experiments, because you can't get it right on the first try. No. I mean, they didn't just get human cloning right. But like, but like, um, John Hammond, like potentially walking into a room full of like failed experiments is like oh. haunting to me. And then him, like at that point, like I- I'm sure you've considered it and thought about like a, a Hammond flashback in some sense right like sure yeah but yeah. not 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 necessarily like even uh, uh from the front or something but like you know get a double from behind and you all the the hammond stuff is filmed from behind and then you could you could de-age um oh what's the name what's his name lockwood um that actor uh, james um, cromwell james cromwell yeah you could you could potentially de-age him to be like a younger man so they could have this argument back and forth get somebody who sounds like john hammond i've always considered that and that would be a a nice way to but like literally I, every time i think about dominion it's only flashbacks that's <laughs> <laughs> an entire movie well and it's funny too because this also because again like jurassic world fallen kingdom and Dominion are much more constructed as like a piece, more kind of like the original Star Wars trilogy, where it's it's not like Lord of the Rings, where one picks up, you know, it's one big story chopped into three parts. Yeah. The Jurassic World is much more like the original Star Wars trilogy, where there's time in between each story, but you get the sense of these characters growing and changing over time, and it's telling a cohesive story. But I was like, if you wanted to maybe go back and do kind of like a continuity cut of Jurassic Park uh, 
Lost World Jurassic Park 3, when Grant and everybody goes into the lab on Sorna, you see like a half shrunken, like fetus Macy clone in one of the tanks. And then you have, you have, I know it's horrible to think about. And then you have like, maybe there's an office that's like clean and well-kept because according to the, the viral websites and stuff, Wu was on Sorna at least before the events of Jurassic Park three. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that picture that we've seen um, with the um, coolant, chamber thing I, what, what do you call that thing that big uh container thing that has the engine and the the tank, on it no. <laughs> <laughs> i've i've kind of wondered how that fits in because the the setting and all that stuff looks like it's from the past right it looks like it's in an old lab and i've always wondered if it is maybe you know um in between Jurassic Park and the Lost World with Dr. Wu, like potentially cleaning things up or, you know, doing something like that. And that would be an interesting oh, idea interesting. to see that. It's like it's like he's like uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go help clean up the dinosaurs. Wink, wink. And then he he knows because he he's he always has those keypads, right? That he's like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I got a secret chamber. So so this time it's just a key because they didn't have that back then. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So he just he, oh, he's like he pulls the key out of his desk and he's like he opens a door. And then this, for this me, is the secret room. Yeah. It's a secret room where Maisie is, is you know, being cloned or something like that. Oh. It could be it could be really interesting to see like the origin of her was on the island as well or something like that. Oh, interesting. I like that idea too of like, what if they visualized part of the cleanup of Nublar after the events of Jurassic Park? And then, yeah, you mm-hmm. could have a lot of these same elements. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. That's so interesting. I really like that and, idea a lot. And imagine that container that's there that says Isla Sorna and InGen on it is... It's like, here, let's put a dinosaur here, a dinosaur here. Oh, here's a Maisie. It's like, <laughs> it, it, it's so strange to, you know, you've got dinosaurs in there, but you also have this secret human embryo that is like, that's the one that worked or something like that. You know, that oh, could be wow. really interesting. I, it's in the, the, as of this recording, the last week or two, I, I was, I, you know, for that picture that was released, um, that Jurassic Outpost put up, I was like, what if that's just their excuse to get more raptors back into these movies? <laughs> it's like, oh, secretly there was a crate <laughs> full of raptor embryos from the lost, you know, from Isla Sorna that have just been sitting around for, for 30 years. Look, if, if all these wild theories don't come true, I'd be happy if that was the winner, you know, like if there's more <laughs> raptors, like just standard raptors, nothing crazy. That would be amazing to see. Well, well, also, too, it's like we know Colin's kind of penchant for um, he he knew what he was doing releasing that photo. You know what I mean? Because it was like that sure. first wave. We're all gravitating towards Isla Sorna. And then when Adventure Collectibles did that really great breakdown, it was like levels of hype. We're like, oh, 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 you know, like we just and, yeah. and I wonder and because they released the the New York Times photo with uh, Pratt and. DeWanda Wise, like in my mind, I was like, okay, like this is a fake out. The first photo, it's like, we're not going back to Isla Sorna. We're getting a reference to it. And then what if it's a double fake out where they do get Isla Sorna into Dominion, but it's like a side mission or like, you know, kind of like how the John Sayles script had that Isla Nublar opening. It's like, what if there's a reason that 
um, you know, um, Owen has to assemble a crew and they have to go to Isla Sorna to get something. Or what if they get the Spinosaurus to use as a weapon? I don't know. <laughs> I don't yes, know. Yes, I am 100% in on that theory. <laughs> I feel like I'm uh, the only like Spino lover out there. So no, but I, it works I, for me. It's just funny. And uh, God bless Aaron. He is so <laughs> I it, it, it it's just funny because it's like I, I'm also like I love episode one now. It's like my favorite prequel film. And it's yeah. like I was 11 when I saw it. Like and I'm going to I have all these great, you know, great reasons for why it's the best of the prequels. But it's like it, to me, the Spinosaurus, I think, to me is interesting, you know, and, and as you've seen, it's like they were going to put it in fallen kingdom. So there's, there's something to the Spinosaurus that is compelling and worth talking about. Yeah. I, it just is always one of those things that bugs me. It's like, Hey, here's, Oh, here's another random one that we didn't show you in any of the previous movies. It's like, Oh, it popped up again or something like that. So I think if, if they were to return to Sorna, uh, that would be the best way to showcase that even pre Jurassic park three, that would be cool. And it, and it would showcase like, uh, you know, the rumors and stuff, because I think if you read on DPG's website, they kind of allude to the fact that it could be part of this amalgam testing or something yes, like that, yeah, yeah. that that was like, uh, you know, potentially the origin of hybrid hybrid theory going Lincoln Park style. Oh, here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, you know, that could be a good way to to kind of confirm some things and make some some more ideas legit. So that would be cool. Well, here, here's my question. And I was. I was asking Clayton about this too, just because we were chatting. Um, now that we know that there's going to be more Jurassic films post Dominion, do you think some of these quote unquote fan service or these callbacks or certain things, do you think they're going to save some of that stuff because this isn't the last one? Because in a way I was leaning on the the side of, well, yeah, they'll get the Spino in because this is kind of the last chance or, but it's like, to me on the level of like things that I want, like Spinosaurus is kind of in the middle and it's like, um, is Colin and Emily and and the crew, are they like certain elements from the past of the franchise or even Isla Sorna, for example, like could they save that for a future entry now that they don't have to sort of get everything into the, to Dominion? I hope so. I mean, on one hand, I think like how many stories can you tell about (laughs) this timeline whatever this thread is that they've been you know t- uh, it's just telling us since Jurassic Park um I, I'm like how ma- how many can you do there but I like that idea of saving those things like some of the hardcore things that we're like all hoping for uh Isla Sorna would be a great one just some random side mission or you know some random group of mercenaries or something that broke in to try to steal some dinosaurs like any kind of random story would be fine it doesn't have to connect to any buddy yeah. that we know but it's on a place that we know so that could be cool um yeah. and i honestly i do think that isla sorna uh ingen container is is kind of a i feel like it's a, like a red herring kind of thing or something that's like kind of meant to throw us off like you're saying like i i, I don't necessarily think they are walking on sorna with uh Pratt and uh, mm-hmm. Dewan is like I don't think they're there, but I would like it if they maybe saved it. But uh, you know how how angry would people be? It's another <laughs> thing because everybody's like, "Where's Sorna? I need to know where it is and what's going on. Is is there dinosaurs there?" Um, and I think the 
the confirmation is in Fallen Kingdom as far as the dinosaurs are concerned outside yeah. of the DPG website. It's like, well, this is our last chance. Dinosaurs are going to go extinct if we don't salvage the dinosaurs on this island. So I don't know how many stories there are to tell post this, yes, this yeah, uh, yeah. timeline. So anything that would come would have to be flashback entries into the series or you oh, know, for sure. spinoffs or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, my... Uh, my bet, listeners know my bet was like, I want to hear Bryce Dallas Howard say the words Site B or Isla Sorna. I got close in Fallen Kingdom because Mill said it in, to her, said Site B to her. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I, I, I already I already have what I want. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's like, I think in some ways, Dominion is also kind of a weird, which is. I bring up the Forbes article a lot about how kind of how Fast and the F- Universal pivoted Fast and the Furious that the fourth entry was almost basically the start of a franchise, you know, kind of using the history of those first couple, you know, those first three films. But truly, like the Fast and the Furious universe started with the fourth one. And I mm-hmm. wonder if that's what Universal is trying to do with Jurassic by bringing back everybody, by bringing back all the side characters. It's like, remember all these people? You're going to fall in love with them because we're going to have future movies where, you know, even if the original trio or Claire and Owen have cameos or something, like, we're going to keep following Zia or we're going to keep following Lowry, um, assuming all the scheduling works out. You know, like, I, I wonder if that's... Like, I wonder if it would benefit us as far as, like, our, you know, all the speculation and stuff if we're like, well, Dominion isn't the end. Yeah, I I honestly never really tr- tried to consider this like the Fast and Furious. Um, it seems like such a different franchise, but obviously run by the same people. But it is an interesting idea. I've always kind of thought of this as like a hard out for nearly everybody. Like it's kind of like this is the wrap up. This is the summary of everything. It's just let's all throw it in one big final bang and and get out of there. But it, the idea of you know a team or so like a, a fast and furious type team is interesting you know and I, I think if they assembled like something like the dpg or just expanded the dpg um more to funding. be some sort of <laughs> yeah more funding and and more backing from the the government or whoever to to like actually track down dinosaurs and have all these different stories about you know hey this dinosaur out in i don't know like Canada or Mexico or just like some other country like you know it's just them constantly going after these you know a bad guy and trying to track down some dinos and I think that could be interesting very Saturday morning cartoon but I'm kind of here yeah yeah it's interesting I I, kind of don't want them to go that route I think the idea of just like solo spinoffs of maybe some of those characters that you mentioned like you know, if you get to see, uh, like, honestly, I'd love to see what, like, Nick Van Owen is up to. Like, yeah. have a Nick Van Owen movie. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that would happen, but I would love it. <laughs> um, oh, I would love it. Well, I mean, truly for myself. I mean, it's also hard because it's like, look, we're here to speculate about Dominion, not about who cares about the, you know. Everything if, else. If they, you know, I mean, when, like, if they were to just keep up with the pace that they're going, it's like, okay, Jurassic World 4 or, you know, Jurassic Park 7, what, that would come out. 2024 25 or something like that so it's like like let's just focus on one thing at a time here it's hard because like we said at the start we don't know what this movie is um there there are or there was you know a summary out there at at one point in time um so it still doesn't give us a ton to go off of though it's a very you know uh simplistic summary so it doesn't yeah. really tell you like what what is the outcome of this movie? What is the ultimate goal or anything like that? So I I don't know like 
where they would go from here. Like, do they set up some sort of team or is it only flashbacks? Is this literally the end of everything? I don't know. Like, I kind of would like it to be the end. And then we figure out because there are so many holes and so many places to fill in. And, you know, we're seeing that now with something like Camp Cretaceous, which is a a great way to fill in a, a random story. And also things like Jurassic World Live Tour, which, you know, I'm, I'm so sad it didn't get to continue, but um, I know, maybe someday I, in the future. But you didn't even get to see it, did you? No, I didn't. I I, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm thankful I didn't. I mean, I guess everyone got rid. They didn't like steal everyone's money and run. But, you know, no. I, I, I think for me, at least, I think if I had, because I was close to buying tickets and then, but, you know, I think if I had bought tickets and then got it refunded, I think, uh, I think Sam got tickets and had to get them refunded or somebody did. I know some, some, some folks, I think maybe, uh, Neems did too. And it's just like, yeah, I think that would have been so sad to get that email of like canceled. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think there's hope in the future, hopefully. So hopefully people can find out these alternate stories. And I think that's, that's the best way is in the future is fill in these gaps and, and tell different stories, maybe with some new characters uh, that's a good way to at least expand the the world, and, and that way, in in a few years, like or in two or three movies, if you want to bring back an Owen or a Claire or you know one of the originals or whoever, it's a good way to like say like oh you have these new characters and then some of the old again you know like they're doing for Dominion. Well, yeah, and it, and it's an interesting thing to think about too. It's like if X Files had been done a little differently, where it almost like the first season it sets up where like basically like Mulder, I think gets like fired. And it's like, what if the X-Files was Scully working at the FBI, Mulder working alone on the fringes and Scully kind of helping him feed information or, or even when the last, the second to last season, you know, it's like aliens could never actually be acknowledged. Like, where the world acknowledges the aliens. Cause like, what doesn't that mean the yeah. show's over? And it's like, well, yeah, it's it, we're, we're getting to see dominion or battle big rock technically is our, you know, is, you know, dinosaurs are, you know, theoretically spreading across the globe. Like is Jurassic park still Jurassic park? If the movies are whatever this is, you know, it's like, is that still Jurassic park or is it something else? Yeah. Well, you remember, um, I don't even know. Time moves so strangely now, but uh, whenever it was, a few months ago, maybe, um, or how uh, four years? I don't know. That ju- Jurassic <laughs> Generation thing, or was it Generation oh, yeah. Jurassic? Generation like one of Jurassic. those things. And, and yeah, and uh, I've kind of like wondered myself, like, is that some sort of ongoing title? Kind of like you know, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That mm. way, you don't have to have Jurassic Park. You know, blah blah blah. Whatever yeah. the title is, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. It, it, it could be its own title with a Jurassic Park story underneath or Jurassic Generation or Generation Jurassic, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> Generation Jurassic doesn't flow for me. So I always mess it up on the first time. <laughs> well, I always feel of it's like I'm a Toys R Us kid. Like, you know, I'm a Generation Jurassic. No, I'm a Generation Jurassic. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, to be honest, yeah, the only kind of thing I've thought about post Dominion is just Macy being the main character, like her kind of Sort yeah. of ascending, her and Blue ascending to sort of main of being the focus because also it's kind of like the Marvel machine of like in in the Star Wars sequel trilogy of like you know younger actor. I see. I'm like thinking too practically about like the industry, and it's like, well, yeah, it's like Pratt and and Bryce Howard are huge stars. They're not going to do ten of these, so it's like, but you can get a, a somebody young to sign up for like ten of them, you know. And it's like, 
they have more yeah. control over the 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 this sort of growing studio control creative control over a franchise seems to be the trend so to me it's like my mind just sort of goes in that direction of like well the future of Jurassic is a younger person and you know something like that yeah i do like that and and so far some of the teases we've seen have been really focused on her you know some of those real early teases um you had like uh, a picture or something that was shared i think with her in the oh, yeah, background her, or it's something it's very last of us yeah yeah and i think that's yeah that's a, a cool comparison too is like just following this this lone girl on her journey and the fact that she's a clone herself that's that's pretty interesting and is that like some sort of fact that she just has to continually keep secret, or, you know, and try not to get exposed at some point? Like it's it's pretty yeah. interesting to have her continue this journey. And, you know, I don't know. Is it is it all always going to be dinosaur related or or no? I, I don't know. Well, that's why it's like I, I would love to see like or at least read like an evolution of Muldoon book to hear how he got his job, uh, you know, for Jurassic Park. But it's like kind of a funny thing because it probably wouldn't involve dinosaurs for 75% of it, you know? <laughs> I know. That's that's some of my favorite stuff is like considering movies like really, really early on. And and the John Hammond um like a TV show or or prequel movie or TV show or whatever, that is my like ultimate goal. Is it, it has nothing to do with Jurassic. You know, it's just like Hammond as a young man and just like just focusing on his rise to you know, where he was in Jurassic Park. And, you know, you get to see his early days and, uh, you know, how he was maybe, you know, starting his flea circus and and then his uh, reserve and, and all this stuff and just interacting with these characters that we know, like like Muldoon or somebody. Um, it could be really fun. I don't know how they would do it, but it would be fun. I, yeah, I definitely have seen that be kind of another common, like most wanted sort yeah. of story. Um, I think you could definitely do it as a TV show because I feel like TV shows kind of tease that stuff. You know, they're sort of before the concept itself. You know, I mean, the Lord of the Rings TV show that J.B. Biona is doing is like true doing the second age. So it's kind of like the, the, the rise of Sauron essentially, or the pre rise of Sauron, the fall of Numenor and all that stuff. But um, I love yeah, you, the, the rise of Hammond, dude. I, I'm here for it. <laughs> the totally. rise of Hammond. But yeah, I mean, you could <laughs> I, you could see the drama of Lockwood and Hammond being really great television. And yeah, you could you could, you know, with the budgets and stuff of TV, you could see those scenes where it's like the two men in the lab, like waiting, pacing around to see if their first clone is going to survive. Like you, I can see that, oh. you know. Honestly, like in my mind, that's like season four. I, I don't even <laughs> want to touch dinosaurs for several seasons. I want it to just be super, like one entire season about building a flea circus. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I personally want a Crichton universe where it stars Lex and she's a hacker and she ends up like working oh, for yeah. Westworld. But Jurassic Park exists in the past in that universe. And so she's like oh. haunted by the memories of Jurassic Park. And then you could tie Andromeda Strain stuff and like... Creighton, you know, he he worked. He has such a he has such a very specific tone that no matter what what um, subject matter he was working with, it feels like you could all kind of like bend it to make it work into. Because I feel like later seasons of Westworld incorporated a lot of elements from Andromeda Strain, from Congo, from Jurassic Park, but all under the content of Westworld. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I do love that idea. And I think Maisie is a good way to kind That's of true. Oh my God, introduce yeah. that. Yeah, she's she's a good way to like, you know, slowly get into that because 
we revealed this like crazy thing at the end of Fallen Kingdom that she's a clone and it opened up this whole new world of storytelling. Um, so yeah, like honestly, like a, a soul movie about like her and, and some sort of, I don't know, anything just with just her a, would be cool. Just a face off against a man who's had computers implanted in his brain to prevent him <laughs> being a serial Do killer, it. you know? Do um, it. <laughs> um, she has to track down like other clones and it like, uh, it just becomes like uh, episode like seven or whatever it was of, of Stranger Things season two. <laughs> oh, I actually have I actually haven't seen Stranger Things. Oh no! I, I think I know what you're referring to though. But I... there's like whatever it is. It's like episode seven or eight. It's like uh, everybody complains about that being like this random spinoff episode that like seems like it's trying to build like its own universe, oh, and nobody really cared. <laughs> <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss well speaking of nobody caring no i'm just <laughs> see nobody <laughs> cares no i again one of the original things that sparked us wanting to 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 chat uh this week was again that idea it's been funny that so much of our speculation i mean especially because of all this like the you know ellie sattler and alan grant stuff and it's like but we haven't talked about like what are claire and owen actually going to be doing in this movie <laughs> like well Ugh. it seems like their place in it is so small in our minds because we're so like i mean you know dotson and woo and um you know ellie and alan and ian and even you know the i i mean the idea that barry and and most likely lowry are coming back too is super exciting i didn't even th I, I frankly thought after they cast um, you know, after Ali and Alan and Ian, uh, Laura Dern, Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum were coming back. I was like, well, if Z and Franklin don't come back, like that's even okay because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I want them to be here, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's like, do you think like, I, I personally think just based on the way that the location stuff, and again, this could be all smoke and mirrors, but I feel like Claire and Owen aren't going to be together a lot in this movie, or at least in the beginning. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I've always kind of just thought that they would all be together, like those three and then the other threes. But uh, that's a good point because he's with DeWanda Wise there and it doesn't seem to be a place that we've seen Maisie so far. So maybe she's with Claire or something like out well, in the snow. When the pandemic happened, like Bryce Dallas Howard was like in New Zealand while 
Chris Pratt and Macy were in Vancouver and Merritt. And it was just like, oh, that seems interesting. Like in my head, I always, in my head, Dominion, like if I could picture anything from Dominion is that there's at least part of the movie where it's just Macy and Owen together and Claire's maybe like wrangling the rest of the gang. Yeah, I guess that is a good way because he, he's not somebody who would seem to care about much of that stuff, like getting, getting together the crew. He didn't even want to be involved in the last movie. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, for her to be the person to seek help. And, you know, honestly, the DPG still could be a thing and it still could be a, you know, a respectable group. I don't know. Um, or they've, you know, maybe they, they went bankrupt, they closed and they formed under a new head. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's a good way to look at it. I honestly haven't paid too much attention to who's been where. So I, yeah, I didn't even know that she wasn't in, uh, uh, or was that Canada? Right. Um, I mean, she could be. I mean, again, it's there's it's, you know, in this stuff, there's so many smoke and mirrors of like, you know, hiding certain actors or, you know, things like that. So it's so it is yeah. unclear who is where and what. Um, but, you know, it's just to me, it's like are Claire and because in a way that's how their roles were in Fallen Kingdom. In a way, it's like Claire and Owen, they worked at Jurassic World. You know, Claire shoot ran Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom was kind of this movie where they were basically trying to do some good with what power they had left. And it's like, what do they have at Dominion? You know, now that the dinosaurs are out, like what do they 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 what's cool about them as characters is that they feel responsible towards these dinosaurs where like, uh, you know, Alan and Ian were like, screw you guys, you know, like, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, like what is their story in this movie? Yeah, I feel like a lot of the conversation that I've ever had is like. Well, they're definitely parents now, right? Like they're just watching Maisie. And then I always like <laughs> shift my focus to, you know, the original three. And I'm like, all right, so Alan and Ellie, where are they? <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know. Um, they're, they're, they're like an enigma to me, to be honest. And I've just assumed that like there's parenting going on, but like it seems like Maisie looks like kind of like, a loner out there. I don't know what she's doing. She's just like off in the snow and she's sneaking out. <laughs> Owen's like, yeah. I said, go to your room, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she she looks like she has like a job at like the docks or something. Like, I don't know what she's, <laughs> what is she doing? Um, and uh, I don't know, Owen, uh, this, the whole thing with Owen and blue, I don't know. Like, do they get back together at any point? Like that kind of bothers me because they kind of ended up in the same place that they, started at the beginning of Fallen Kingdom. It's like, well, they're both apart. Now they got to find each other again. Or is there no finding each other? Is it like, is it some sort of disconnected story with them? Um, But I feel like whatever that story is with Owen, it has to involve Blue in some capacity, right? Like, Yeah. Well, and I also feel like Macy and Blue have to be tied together. That's true. That's true. They did so much connecting between those, like the videos that she was watching with, with, uh, uh, Owen in there and just like her turning her head and, you know, being connected via DNA in a way like it was yeah. really cool. Yeah. <sighs> and it's I mean, I guess in a way, maybe people who don't necessarily care for Claire and Owen as characters are kind of getting what they want in Dominion, where it's almost like because <laughs> to me, I was um I was chatting with a paleontologist on a future Ooh. SJR for next month. And, you know, she was just talking about how she didn't like Claire and Owen's relationship at all. And for me personally, I like their relationship a lot 
better in Fallen Kingdom. It makes more sense to me to who those two people are. And so I wonder if Claire and Owen are going to sort of, again, this idea that, and I know Jennifer doesn't like this, but you know, like the, you know, Claire's not running a park or, uh, you know, anything anymore. So she's not, she, she, in a way, they don't have that much to do necessarily, but I wonder if Claire almost takes a leadership role in sort of assembling the team. Like you said, I wonder if that's kind of her new mission is like, we ha- now dinosaurs are spreading across the world and there's people who know this stuff. There's people who have resources and information that we could use. So what if that's like her kind of new, her new banner? I think that's a, a great idea is to have her be that figurehead. And that, that is a, like a way that you could continue those stories in the future is like, you know, yeah, it, it's kind of like we were talking about. It's kind of like cartoony in a way, or like she's at the base and she's like, "Okay, team, I need yeah. you to go to Canada." And it's like, "Hey," um, but you know, something is talking about those motion comics again, and and also <laughs> like something like Battle at Big Rock. Um, when when Battle at Big Rock was on, I, I theorized in my head, I was like, "How cool would it be if we continued with this family?" And it turns out one of them is like a park ranger, or or no, I th- I think he I said the guy like maybe he's like a cryptozoologist who's Ooh. like hunting down Bigfoots and and you know crazy creatures in the woods uh, pre dinosaur outbreak. And then you have uh, his wife in that who is a reporter, an investigative reporter. So like the two of them team up to track down these dinosaurs and work together. To, to interview people and to locate dinosaurs and do this stuff. Uh, it, it would be a, a good combo, those two. Um, but then it turns out you get those motion comics and that is exactly what they gave us outside <laughs> of the cryptozoologist. The husband in that was a, a park ranger or something. Yeah. So, and she was the, the, the reporter. So I was like, that is, I think that's a good thread to take is like, you, you, you gather these crews of people and, and people like those two where, you know, you find their skills are very helpful in this situation and you send them out on their mission and you send other people out. I think it's a, it's a good role for Claire to at least have some sort of leadership, some sort of practical leadership that makes sense. Um, and is a way to bring all these characters together, um, because she is the thread, right? I mean, she has ties to the old park, um, with, with, uh, Lockwood. So you would venture to assume that she knows, or at least has had discussions of some sort with with Grant and Ellie and, and Malcolm and people like that, right? Um, yeah. Owen, sure. he wouldn't care. He would never have those conversations. <laughs> but that that is a conversation that I'm looking forward to is I want him and Grant to have that conversation. It, it would be so funny to see the new and the old just butting heads. It's uh, such a great situation to be in, I think. Uh, well, and then my question for you is because you know the the these Jurassic World movies i you know i think some people were kind of unhappy with like how far ahead they jumped you know in the 2 year 3 year span in between but they're you know with assembling this cast the the biggest Jurassic cast of returning characters we've ever seen do you think we're just going to jump into everyone being together in this movie like or do you think they're going to show how everyone gets back into the fold oh that's a good question because I've kind of assumed it's like it's doing the same thing. It's kind of like uh, honestly like Bruce Wayne's backstory or seeing Spider-Man again. It's like do we really have to like see how they involve Grant again? It's You know, like it was money. We know it was money, right? <laughs> like there's there's no other alternative. Um, but oh. that that is I, – I like that idea though of like them just jumping into it. Like they're already working together. I think that's pretty cool. 
I, I just think because it's that thing of like audiences are maybe smarter than we give them credit for. And also, mm-hmm. this is such a packed movie. Are we really going to waste the first 30 minutes reintroducing every single one of these characters? <laughs> like, It's like, here's a dig site again. Hey, looks like oh Dr. Grant is, is dusting away some dino bones. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, look, I'm all for it, but I just feel like... I, this is the end of a franchise or this is the end of this story or this saga where this isn't going to be like the first Avengers where the first 30 minutes is showing how everyone gets involved. I, I, I think yeah. maybe we're going to go Habsies on it. I think maybe they will focus on Ellie and Alan, how they get back into the fold. But I almost think in a way with characters like Zia, like we know Zia and Franklin are probably just working with Claire uh, it makes sense that maybe she would have asked Lowry to help out. And he's like, oh, man, I guess, oh. you know, like he has this thing. I feel like he just yeah. has this thing that they set up in Jurassic World where it's like he he almost like wants to make Claire proud. Like he's so his um, he's like, I always wanted to be a, a, a Tenenbaum. I always wanted to be a Deering. You know, it's like yeah. you could tell that maybe even after Jurassic World, he would like. You know, he would be texting with Claire, like, how's the mission going? Like, you know, it's like, are you planning to help or what do you do? You know, like, and he's like, no, I just, you know, he just cares. But like, I, and I mean, again, Barry too, I could, I don't see there needing like a big explanation. Like maybe he went off to help other things, like, cause he seems like such a good dude. And then he, he sees that Owen has a need and then he decides to help, you know, but I, I, I almost feel like maybe picking one or two characters to really focus on at the beginning of the movie makes more sense to me. That is, that's gotta be the key is, is like the team is mostly assembled, but like who is, it's like, we can't do this unless we have this person. And honestly, I feel like that last person would have to be Malcolm, right? Because he, uh, you know, at least in fallen kingdom is opposed to whatever they're planning, right? Like he doesn't want this. <laughs> he doesn't want to save them. He, he's like, yeah. just let nature take its course. Uh, let them all die. Um, but, it, you know, if he's that final piece that they need to like get them on, get you know, I don't know what it is, but get him on board with something, uh, that could be pretty cool. I, I could also see Barry being a guy that's like, oh, we got to go visit the reserve or you know yeah, the, yeah. something that he's working at now uh, you know working with big cats or something that yeah. you know that could be kind of cool um he's not, not, a, not like Harding. a joe exotic no. <laughs> oh yeah no no yeah. He, he's no he's not joe exotic yeah 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 no but sarah harding he's... is much better <laughs> so funny carolyn uh oh my gosh julian moore could play carol baskins though in a movie oh my god yeah <laughs> julian moore would be so good at that but yeah i'm yeah i it just see, it doesn't seem economical for them to try and unless Jurassic World Dominion is two and a half hours, but we know it's not. They're not going to Universal, I don't think, is going to budge yeah. from that two hour runtime. I don't I think it'll maybe be two hours and 15 minutes, you know, like, yeah, if that, you I, know, but that bugs me, man. I wish they would. <laughs> I wish they would go all out, you know. But yeah, it really bothers me how like Jurassic never goes that full three hours and we all want it. We would all sit there for it. I've. I sat through many movies, I feel like, these past two years that were three hours or more, and it was great. Like, it was awesome. I sat through uh, uh, Endgame three times, you know, in the theater, and many more at home. So, do it, guys. Just do it. We'll be there for it. And you know what, Universal? You owe us for 30 minutes you skimped on Jurassic Park 3. So, we deserve <laughs> those 30 minutes. <laughs> right? <gasps> Seriously. That's they not owe fair, us. guys. 
Yeah, and, and and whatever those extra thirty minutes, you can tie it to Jurassic Park three. That's fine. <laughs> that's give the, it, you know, that, that's the prerequisite that it has to tie into <laughs> Jurassic Park three. It's like, wow, they really went on a tangent with Paul Kirby and and Amanda, and and you know, for some reason, Eric is a drug addict now, and he's down and out. It's like this has nothing to do with dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, uh, speaking of some of those other characters, too, uh, you mentioned Lowry before. We just saw uh, some information and I don't remember where it was. Maybe you remember. But there was information about, you know, his role potentially not making the cut due to scheduling conflicts and stuff like that. And it was Collider. Was it Collider? Okay. Um, And he said something like. You know, Colin's got a really good bit for me or something like that. And whatever it was made me think like, oh, maybe it's not really going to be that much of a role anyway. Like, you know, maybe it'll just be like a a quick one to two minute cameo or just like a a shot or something, you know. Um, So I don't know what to expect from all of these extra characters that we have, like Barry, like uh, Lowry and, and Zia and Franklin. And, you know, now we got a new guy, Scott Hayes and DeWanda Wise and Mamuto Athi and, and Deachin Lockman. Uh, so there's like all these people and Dodgson. It's like I'd expect <laughs> a big role from him, you know, I, I, and and then you got to resolve Dr. Wu. I would assume you'd have to resolve. But again, we don't know. The, if this is technically the last of this series or not, I don't know. Well, it's hard I, to I, it's hard to project. I think you're correct, though. I think this is the end full stop for this story. And then whatever continues after is going to reset. And so maybe we'll see some of these characters again. But it's like whatever kind of journey or sort of larger issue, it, it, it it's going to be new stakes and not a reboot or anything, but it's just like. Again, I think if they're going to have more movies after this, it's going to be a world filled with dinosaurs. And that sort of lends itself to sort of feeling like a fresh start in a way. But I mean, uh, the one thing, though, is that I don't want is that I don't want just endless scenes of characters coming in and out just to have a quick cameo. I like for me, Zia and Franklin, where I was kind of at one point I was, you know, I, I was really looking forward to having them back. Then I was sort of resolved to the idea that maybe they wouldn't because Daniela Pinita was going to shoot. um uh, Cowboy Bebop, but now um, she was just on a podcast where she said she's doing Dominion and then going to Cowboy Bebop in January. But I mean, characters mm. like Zia and Franklin, you can have them show up, but it's like they could be on their own mission and they're just checking in with Claire. Yeah, exactly. Like if they have their home base or whatever, you don't have to include everybody. Honestly, like Lowry, Zia and Franklin could all just be at the headquarters, you know, just yeah, saying we yeah. got it. We got a tracking signal on a dino out in, you know, Saskatchewan. I always go to Canada. I don't know why. There's a lot of empty space there. And dinosaurs love poutine, so it's kind of perfect. Um, Well, and and to your... And, you know, and the thing is, I mean, the other flip side of all this stuff that we're talking about with Dominion, um, and and it's been so great chatting with you about this stuff, but... uh, this is where all the tie-in stuff comes in. It's like you could do a series of, um, I mean, again, people want actual short films, but like you could do an evolution of whatever you could do of whoever, whomever, um, <laughs> uh, you could do tie-in stuff that in shows how these characters got back into the fold when, but then when you see the movie, it does it in a way that's like a quick get them in, but then you could have the book or the whatever, um, 
explain it thoroughly. Or again, like to me, it's almost like the, the white castle movie where like the creators were, you know, there's those two other characters and it's like, they had their own adventure. And so I could see Z and Franklin <laughs> being two characters that are maybe doing their own thing. And like, we cross paths with them once or twice in the movie, but like, they're not necessarily important to the plot of Claire and Owen and, and the original trio. Yeah. And hey, it gives you room to do flashbacks in the future. You could be like, what were they doing when they yeah. went through that door? Um, and I mean, that, that's the case for any of these characters. Like, you know, we talk about all these um, setups and stuff for all these different characters or the beginning of the movie. And honestly, like you could have one big major setup that shows all those gaps for Dr. Henry Wu. It's like, where mm-hmm. did he go after Jurassic World? Who, you know, the guys who dra- dragged him away in Fallen Kingdom, like, where did they drag him to? What, what happened there? Like, so you could, like, find all these gaps and, and stuff, and it could be cool to fill in those gaps. But again, I, everything in my mind just makes this a nine and a half hour movie, and I don't <laughs> know how to resolve that with myself. Like, I'm just, honestly, I'm just going to be let down. Uh, probably, unfortunately. Um, and I know we talked about like, uh, quickly, we talked about like trailers and stuff in the beginning, but like, maybe this is a good opportunity to not show so much, you know, if they don't have enough to, to reveal or at least what they had projected to reveal or something, you know, this could be a good way to just show like a title sequence and, you know, a roar or so, you know, something to get people hooked or just an image or a, a quick video of the trio or something. Um, Ooh. I just don't want... I don't want like, you know, what Fallen Kingdom gave us, and that's a that's a problem with Universal in general. They do yeah. that with with their uh, Fast and Furious franchise and others. They just give away the entire plot. So I would love it if it was just the trio or something. And I, was it you that that posted uh, the uh, Laura Dern shot uh, with the T Rex? Yeah, yeah, uh, so, yeah. And it's like I want like that would be an amazing reveal. Is oh, if they just oh. like. Did like a magazine or something with her in that, or all of them, honestly, at that T-Rex foot, you know? Yeah, yeah. I actually, well, it was Jurassic Outpost that posted the picture, but then I retweeted it being like, oh, they okay. need to, they need to get her, not only just her, but I think having, having um, the rest of the cast kind of recreate that original photo. Yeah, cool. it, it has to happen. It'd be a missed opportunity. And that'd be another thing that I'm like, oh, they didn't do it. That was the perfect time. <laughs> you had one shot, guys, and you blew it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you make a good point of like, because I think like anything else, it's like this stuff is planned out and, you know, they probably had to change the shooting schedule. I mean, obviously, and then they had to do it three months, four months later than normal. So what if like the trailer is just a wordless opening with Macy in the snow and then maybe she stumbles across some dinosaur tracks and then maybe there's a couple of flashes of other scenes but truly it's like that it's it's kind of more of like a classic teaser in that sense the way movies used to do trailers where it's almost just like a vignette and then at the very you know at the very end it's like you know i hope i i just really hope so because that was my my problem with fallen kingdom and i love fallen kingdom i love that movie so much but that initial screening was like really deflating for me because it was just <laughs> everything that we've already seen and, you know, coming to terms with that after multiple viewings, I, I you know, like I said, I love it, but, um, well, even yeah, with that if, movie, we saw the opening by itself. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we were talking about that synopsis earlier and it's like something that I, you know, I know in the back of my head, I've, I, you know, I read it and I've, I've heard it. I try not to bring that up in discussion as far as like what it Same. was and all that. Um, but, you know, there's easy ways to walk around it. But um, 
yeah, I don't know. I, I, I hope they do it justice and I, I'm excited to see what it, what happens, but I am just so nervous, maybe more than other movies, just because of the weight of everything that we've just talked about. I mean, personally, I, I might be the opposite of you on this because I'm just impressed that we keep getting, <laughs> I mean, I never thought Sorna things. I never thought Dotson would come back. I never thought the original trio would come back in this supposedly meaningful way that they're saying, you know, so it's just, to me, it's like, I keep being impressed by at least what they're saying they're going to do. Yeah. And, and this is what, like the, the movie that Colin wanted to make from the start. Right. So I'd assume this has been well thought out and, you know, very meticulously planned. So I assume they're going to get it right. I hope they're going to get it right. And yeah. plus with everything that, that Colin's been through over the past several years, um, there's definitely been a resurgence, right? Like after Battle at Big Rock, you know, people were speaking praises and then uh, the Rise of Skywalker with people not liking what was actually produced and then see, reading his script and being like, oh, you know, a lot of people were saying that that's the movie they wanted. So I think he's he's got a lot of good faith right now and a lot of hype and he has to continue that train rolling. And uh, I, I, I have total faith that he'll do it at least. Yeah, I think he's hungry. I think he's ready to, I mean, you know, in a weird way, ready to prove himself in a way, you know, and mm -hmm. I think that sometimes sort of that energy is kind of great for creativity. I yeah. hope so. Well, and also, I mean, just to wrap up as far as like trailers and movies and what this movie is going to look like, you know, in the past, it's been so sort of like sort of simple to sort of predict or sort of imagine a Jurassic movie. It's like we're in Hawaii. It's going to look like a jungle. Even Jurassic World. It's like they filmed at these different zoos. OK, so we're imagining a theme park. Um, Fallen Kingdom. It's like they were filming in the like the the Lockwood Manor like kind of thing. But it's like what is dominion going to look like there's snow there's these kind of exotic second unit landscapes there's two months of studio shooting inside then we're going to malta all right jumping in here to say that the next day after brad and i recorded this episode we got news from deadline that the filming in malta is going to be scaled back essentially to second unit uh, in this article from Deadline, from Andreas Weissman, I believe they wrote the previous Deadline article about the film coming back, uh, you know, July 6th. Anyway, it says that the headline is Jurassic World Dominion scales back Malta shoot after country sees surge in COVID-19 infections. It says stars Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Sam Neill will be among those no longer traveling to the country. So a spokesperson from Universal told Deadline Jurassic World Dominion will have a significant presence in Malta with a second unit crew shooting there from the end of August through September, working with an abundance of caution as we have done throughout the production. First unit will no longer shoot in Malta to keep our presence on the ground to a minimum. We'd like to thank the Maltese government and film commission for all their support and we look forward to a successful shoot in this beautiful country so essentially uh I, you know i'm going to keep the speculation to a minimum here i must uh check out the swift bites episode this week i'm going to go way more in depth in this article but just so you're not wondering while you're listening to brad and i talk about this and i mean really just insert any other they're they're probably just going to you know the our you know our heroes are probably just going to film their parts you know either on set or in a different you know the Vancouver of Malta wherever that is which is like it almost seems like an ancient it's like an ancient Mediterranean city island it's like I don't I can't picture the characters in other than seeing Macy in the snow it's like I can't picture this movie yet no and it's hard because we've never 
this is like a series that literally focuses on islands and <laughs> and California. And that's it. It's like, yeah, where else do you go? And and it's hard to imagine these dinosaurs in these situations. And, you know, we've all thought about dinosaurs in in deserts or like on safari in Africa, you know, like kind of interacting yeah, yeah. with all these these locations that we know. Um, but like the snow and it would be a perfect uh, allusion to what he started on, you know, that footprint in the snow. Um by that bird. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, at the beginning of Jurassic oh World. Oh, my God, it yeah. Such a perfect parallel to this movie. I think it would it would work well. And, I, you know, I just don't know how it will go down. I don't know why there's a dinosaur there or where, how it got there. Mm-hmm. But um, and where it actually is. I mean, we know where they filmed the location, but that doesn't have to be that spot. Same yeah, thing with Malta. It's yeah, like, yeah, what is true. Malta? Is Malta Malta or is it like some other place? Everybody's been like, well, it's Sorna. And some people are like, no, it's actually going to be like a... You know, they're actually going to show the city. And if you look at that picture of the the copies, right, that, that came out the other day, it, it kind of alludes to maybe that taking place in uh, a kind of ancient looking city. Um, so it could be that place because in the background of the copies, you see this like stone archway. Um, so it could be alluding to that taking place there um, mm. in Malta or, or, you know, some sort of ancient looking city. So is it is it a black market? Is it something like Ooh. that? I don't know. Um, I love that. Were, were, were those copies purchased that we just didn't see it in Fallen Kingdom? It's a big possibility. Um, or were <laughs> I'll they take the a ones that were chased? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, no, I was going to say, it's like they come free. Like you buy an Ankylosaurus, you buy a Bionix, <laughs> and then eh, just throw a couple of copies in there, you know, just as a good faith, you know? <laughs> I, lo- I love that idea. Um, yeah, I was going to say like, it, you know, it was, the, it was like the, the parents of that little girl that was be- being chased by the copies at the end of Battle at Big Rock. They're like, oh, yeah. Let's ca- let's capture them and then let's trade them out, you know. And then they ended up all the way out in Malta somehow. Um, yeah. And we get that's that's the intro to fall, to Dominion is the story of those compies getting chased by that <laughs> or you're chasing that girl getting crated in a chicken coop and then passed all the way out to Malta. And then it ends that they finally end up in the hands of Dotson, who actually lives in a castle. He's become like full <laughs> evil genius, kind of or like what if this all just circles around to being like the John Sale script, you know, of like the Swiss Alps or whatever with the Seriously. dinosaurs training? Is is it like his like white? Persian cat is like he pets like a compy. I can just see yeah. like stroking the neck of that thing. <laughs> this is Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> I, I honestly well, now, think though you you joke about that sales script, but I I feel like a lot of it could come into play. To be honest, I mean some of it has come into play. That's what's crazy yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it it's weirdly like some of it has actually come back to being relevant. I mean, especially, I mean, again, uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, it's been so nice chatting with you, Brad. But like, yeah, you thanks. know, like the idea that like the the can of embryos might have something to do with this movie, too. It's like, really? We're going to like, <laughs> you know, like. Pretty soon we're going to have, you know, some wise crack and half human, half dinosaur. You know, Colin was like, he, Colin said no hybrids. He didn't say no half human, half dinosaur hybrids, you know, like, yeah, Colin, you son of a bitch. Like, you got us. <laughs> That's why Hammond and Lockwood really broke up because what that <laughs> DNA was, it was mutating DNA that eventually will turn her into a compsignathus. Oh no. She's like my <laughs> brothers and sisters. She has to like free them. And she becomes the the compy queen. Oh my god. Well, and then you put a oh. then you put a half human half shark in there and then it's like a backdoor pilot to, to Street Sharks the live action. <laughs> oh my god, do it. Yes. <laughs> 
and that's how you connect it because you have woo being like this master splinter style kind of like he turns into a dinosaur too you know i, I need himself. the animorph the animorph of that like them just yes. transforming slowly and <laughs> all right we've gone too far brad have this we? has been so wonderful have we um <laughs> this has been so wonderful this is this is like the most fun i have is just getting to chat just the yeah, fun man greatest nonsense but like i mean again it's 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 such a joy to watch you um and listen to you on the on the Jurassic park podcast and it's been fun to get to kind of kind of do that similar thing here with you and because yeah you're right the 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 sky's the limit right now and once that first trailer comes out it's more about confirm or deconfirm i guess what we're thinking yeah 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 and thank you you know so much for having me back on i i love all of your work and everything you're doing and we we really got to do this more often i don't know why we don't we're just we're always so busy so we'll we'll get to it but i gotta have you back on as well i would yeah i would love to and again the live streams like um uh share listeners if you haven't been catching because you've been doing them mostly wednesdays but haven't you i feel like you've been jumping around a little bit lately or just yeah just doing them because again like right now we're in this spot where shit's dropping every day and it's like you know it's hard to want to wait till the end of the week or whatever to catch up you know this this whole pandemic timeline has been so strange for me because typically yeah i would do them like wednesday nights but now I'm like, well, I'm I'm here, so I guess I could stream as soon as the news drops. So, you know, it all depends nowadays. And uh, I, I love the, the days of like the early days. Well, it's hard to say. I love the early days of the pandemic, but back when we were like, <laughs> you remember back then we were streaming about Jurassic World and we, we were doing all these live streams about the movie, like uh, watching the movies all the way through. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I got to get back to doing that. Maybe, maybe something in the future with Camp Cretaceous uh, down the road. So that'd be fun. Yeah, there's yeah, there's so much stuff coming up, and um, yeah. I definitely know some of my listeners caught some of your live streams and stuff for that too. So that so awesome. So yeah, I mean, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, there's still so much stuff to talk about. We still have plenty of time. Again, I can't imagine that they're still going to drop a trailer like. I mean, I mean, it makes sense though that they would have to drop one before Christmas, but I just, I don't, I don't know how. <laughs> good luck, <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, good luck. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I mean, and uh, you can follow Brad on on you know the Dress Park Podcast, his own account, Instagram, you know, all that stuff. So yep. to keep up with when you're doing live streams and stuff, is there any other? links or social media or things that people should check out? Eh, not really. I mean, you can go to JurassicParkPodcast.com and like you said, uh, the, the the podcast Twitter, at Brad Jost on Twitter. But that's about it. That's, that's where I am. Well, yeah, this has been a blast. Thank you, Brad. Thanks for having me. You were just saying it bothers me. Oh, when it comes. something bothers me, apparently. Um, if I could remember what that was. What were we talking about? Uh, it was... Uh, uh, bothers me. Grant is... reintroducing characters. 
Oh my gosh. It was wow. right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carol Baskins, Julian Moore, Barry, Grant. Wow. Well, we'll, we'll roll back the tape and create some sort of transition. Wow. I um, have no idea. It's also getting very hot in this trailer, by the way. Oh, no. Um, but, um, I mean, uh, we're saying Barry reintroduced. Oh, oh, the run, the runtime. That's what we were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. I had no, no part in that. <laughs> Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. <laughs> 